Live from the bathroom of your local gas station, it's Super Gamecast. Now here's your host, Bronson Fiore. What up, everybody? It is Sunday, April 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. You had to check, huh? You had to... Yeah, to think I, about it for a moment. I did, and I also my brain was like delayed. <laughs> the thing about about going live at Sunday ten thirty a.m. Man, yeah, man, it's just the day you're supposed to re- be recovering and also dreading the fact that oh hey you have work tomorrow. Yeah, um, you yep. know that's what it's meant for. Exactly, we're we're, um, we're a fun happy podcast. We're yes. this is meant to meant to make Sunday a fun thing again. It is. Make fun day, Sunday fun day. What is up, Black Catter? What up? How you doing? Uh, I don't want to call it sands, and we're here to get rid of the... Yep. Wait, wait, wait. What was that, Jesse? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Here's a, here's a reason they call it the Sunday sad. Mm-hmm. Yep. God I would it. kill to be back on a 410 schedule, man. I, have... I don't know why that's not more common. I really don't. Don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, hey, we we have Emily. Emily's here. How you doing, Emily? Yeah, our mod mommy. Oh, I'm tired, but everyone's tired. Eh. Everyone's, huh? And then when you least expect it, he strikes <laughs> the HR ninja, Jesse Pewitt. Hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Said it again. Just make sure you knew, make sure you heard. Hello. Uh, uh, <laughs> It's really hard to think of like shit that an HR ninja would do. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Look. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that th- think of like an old like dojo in feudal Japan that they had to have an HR ninja. If they're running their organization properly, they didn't call it HR. Else. Nothing else, some guy that everybody complained to. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> if nothing else, yeah, sneak employee evaluations. <laughs> oh, no, this is like oh, this is where you are in the stack ranking today. That's right, that's right. <laughs> God, stack rankings, fucking stupid. So, we noticed uh, during yesterday's Kumite that you came in last place. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna, you wanna tell me what's going on? <laughs> uh. Somebody clip that, throw that on TikTok. God damn it. <laughs> oh, well, hi, everyone. It's Sunday. Hi. It's, it it's another beautiful Sunday. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful day to apparently talk a bunch of shit about Microsoft. It's yet another yep. one of those days. Yeah, pretty much. They, yep. they, so, they are uh... not getting away with this. Let me tell you. Not for us, anyway. Fuck not this year. Microsoft and Nintendo both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sony seems, Sony's been quiet for a while other than their rampant crying about uh, about the fucking merger going on. There's that, and then they, they <laughs> increase the price of their games on PC to try and oh, incentivize you going Oh, I to... missed that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to know about this and see this is, I mean, trying to incentivize you what getting people the console, say. I guess. The, well, it's like yeah, they're they're so is it future games or they're doing it on current games even? Oh, I didn't even check that to be honest I, it's, with you. It's current games and it's regional pricing, so they've adjusted their regional pricing structure. Oh, okay, so that doesn't change in America then. So okay, Does it not change for us. 
No, I just, I'm no. on Steam right now. I just yeah. checked all of them. That still sucks for the others, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it especially sucks because you, you look at... Um, God, what was it? You, you look at the the fact that, like, also in other regions, the PS5 went up in price. Yes. Right, right. Yep. Versus here, it's just still $500. Or 400 if you want to get... Well, I was talking about the like games. A... Well, no, I'm saying that it sucks extra for those regions, because oh, those I regions see. are also not, like... Not only are they getting a... Uh, price increase on their pc games to buy the console it is more expensive yeah right yeah that's mm, shitty it's, it's really smart yeah <laughs> yeah that's super super shitty for them but um probably the least shitty of the three going on right now that's a thing yeah like this, yeah, this, goes, ba- th- this yeah. goes back to like 2013 when the ps4 was coming out it's just like they're doing the bare minimum, but because their competition is fucking up so bad, it seems amazing. It's literally been <laughs> yeah, going on for much. 10 years now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like, you know, Nintendo's in their own little world and they're very up and down. Mm-hmm. And then so, you know, it's like Sony just has to do the bare minimum and like they're golden. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. Then they look better than ever yeah which, yeah which is fucking stupid but <laughs> here, here we are here we are um you know uh so yeah uh speaking of that was microsoft uh microsoft is apparently not happy with xbox it is claimed in the latest episode of the game mass podcast with veteran game journalist jeff grubb it says microsoft isn't pleased with how things at xbox look right now I can tell you they're not. They're upset. We're just trying to diagnose it a little bit, right? You know they didn't release a first-party game last year. Well, no, they did. They put out Pentiment, and um, as Dusk Falls, I want to say, is first-party. And it doesn't affect you. Yeah, and if that doesn't affect you, you'll always have something to play again. That's awesome. But a lot of people do regret getting their Xbox. I don't regret it, because, like, but I'm also the audience who loves that small indie shit. Right. Like, I'm, I love As, As Does Falls, one of my top ten games of last year. Windjammers was one of my top ten games of last year. Uh, Pentiment, I didn't get around to in time, but if I did, it probably would have been my, one of my favorite games last year. You know? So I like those smaller experiences a lot. It's just that those are not what most people think of when they go out to spend $500 on a fucking box especially because all of those can be played on toaster computer. Right. So, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, and it's like Hi-Fi Rush is a perfect example of that. Like, that's an amazing game. It's my second favorite game of the year. It's it's awesome. It's super good. I cannot, I cannot, like, tell everyone how unbelievably good that game is and how everyone should go play it. But... It's not gonna. It's not gonna sell a console. It's not moving. It's not moving units. Not uh, yeah. It's 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 not. And the thing is, is like they don't particularly care about the units of the console as much as they care about the Game Pass subs, and that's still not gonna get you to subscribe to Game Pass for more than a month anyway. That's maybe things. like we, we got Starfield coming. We got uh, a couple other big ones that are coming eventually. But that's the thing is like it's it's coming. It's a coming. When's it coming? We don't fucking know. 
Yeah. You know, well, we know when Starfield's coming, but and Forza is supposedly coming in October, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh man, I hope but, so. I, I mean, yeah, that game looks awesome. I'm I mm-hmm. can't wait to I like cannot wait to be like, oh man, this tech is so cool. Yeah. Fuck I hate playing this. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty much how every racing game goes for me. Man, this game looks pretty. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Except for burnout. I don't know. I I I, I have not been into a racing sim in a while. Like I really bounced off of GT Seven. I keep giving it chances, and it keeps not resonating with me. Um, you know, and then uh, yeah, like it's just I don't know how you get out of this hole other than put out those first party games and have them be good. Like, you know. well, even even then, like you get a you get a PC and you can play the same games for free, right? But, free, that, but that's, your, monthly, your monthly pass. Well, that's fine. Like, because they're they're realizing that there's a market for PC and a market for console. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. It's just that they need to get people consistently into Game Pass, mm-hmm. and there is plenty of really good shit on Game Pass right now. Like, you know, Emily just bought her Xbox and like is tearing through it. Like, there's over 300 games and a lot of really fucking good ones. Yeah. You know, but it's not like they're either older or they're indie games. Yeah. Or you can play them uh, elsewhere, like on a PlayStation or in some cases a switch, Mm -hmm. you know, like Ghostwire Tokyo is a cool game. It's a really cool game, but it came out on PlayStation a year ago. Yeah. Um, You know, so it's, now, granted, you don't have to pay $60 for it. You can just play it on the sub, which is really nice. Really nice. And and that goes back to, you know, Jeff Grubb's thing. Like, yeah, if, if you always have something to play and you're having a great time, then it doesn't really matter. But, you know. Yeah. And then I think it doesn't help that, like, Halo... I don't want to say it bombed because it didn't bomb. Right? I just don't but, think it did as well as it as they expected. Could have. No, they 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 needed they needed it to be what old Halo was, and it's not. It's yep. It's a it's a great game, and as an active community, and now that you know, it took them. It just took them too long to get the content out there for it, and now it's just a consistent like, yeah, this is a cool shooter. I highly recommend it to anyone who wants a good shooter. Yep. Yep. And then. Like Hi-Fi, and the thing is, I look at Hi-Fi Rush, and I think that Shadow Drop was cool, but in hindsight, it's like you really guys should have marketed this game. Yep. You really should have put some muscle behind this and gotten, you know, gotten into it. Yeah. So it, I, I love those little sneak drops, but sneak drops are like good for, uh when you've been marketing the game a bunch and you haven't like said anything and that about when it's going to be released and then you drop it when it's been marketed a whole or, bunch already or or you 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 know it's a smaller like a lot smaller than like even hi-fi rush like like once again a pentiment yeah where it's like yeah absolutely you know enjoy pentiment versus like hi-fi rush which is you know has a has a lot more to it than pentiment does Sure. Um, so, so we'll, you know, and continuing on with this, a insider story has claimed that Hi-Fi Rush didn't make the money it needed to make. Uh, Jeff Grubb, uh, on Giant Bomb discussed Hi-Fi Rush 
on his game mess podcast. Uh, based on what I've heard, it straight up didn't make the money it needed to make. I mean, it got good reviews, the buzz good. So where do you put the blame for something like that? Was it the price? Was it the shadow drop? Could it have been? Uh, could it have sold more? Is it Game Pass? Uh, and then this was refuted by Xbox Games Marketing VP Aaron Greenberg, saying that uh, Microsoft saying it was a breakout hit for us and our players in all key measurements and expectations. He did not specify what those expectations were, which the question is: Is did a journalist press him? Um, and as for Game Pass, Grub wondered why Hi-Fi Rush needs to sell a certain number of units that's part of a subscription service with over 2 million players. Mm-hmm. If these games also need to perform in terms of sales, which sounds like they need to, or at least something mm-hmm. parts they need to, he wonders if other big names like Halo are putting more pressure on smaller games like Hi-Fi Rush. Um, and then Microsoft recently admitted, shocking nobody, that Game Pass can decrease base game sales, though um, clarify the mission shortly after in February. So, I don't know, and that's that's something we kind of discussed like really early in the life of all this is, you know, well, what is the what is the devs cut and Microsoft's cut? Like, how do they justify if a game did well or not on Game Pass, right? Yeah, and, and you would think it was just how many people downloaded it and were into it, and how long did they engage with it, and if it has microtransactions, did they throw money at them? Because I have not paid a dime for Halo Infinite, but I have bought two of the three season passes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So they they got they got money out of me at least for that. But you know, how many people are you know how many people are buying Sea of Thieves cosmetics? You know, you would think a decent like, amount. That I imagine yeah, they're doing that, all right. Yeah, that game's fairly popular. Like yeah. it's you know that, that that game has a lot of people playing it, and it's. You know, and of course they have the infinite money of Minecraft, mm-hmm. and you know, Civ Six just hit Game Pass, and you know, there's stuff on there. It's I, the the answer is they just need to run their internal studios better and put out fucking games. Like seriously, um, and I think that Redfall is I, if Redfall is a hit, I think a lot of this conversation goes away for a little while. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I think. If Redfall is a hit, everyone will shut the fuck up for a bit. I I don't know if they'll they'll quiet down a little bit, but I think the conversation will continue. Of like, okay, how do you continue this, Starfield? Yes, exactly. You do Starfield and then Forza, and then hopefully next year you continue it with Fable and Perfect Dark or whatever the fuck id Software is working on. And did we cover a story there. recently about the sta- the status of Gears? We didn't cover a news story, but we complained about it's been four years since last year's a war game. What the fuck is going on? It's mm-hmm. like, did I did I just like imagine like an Xbox that recognized that they hadn't done shit and came out and said, "Oh yeah, th- we're working on it." it I swear to God, uh, we're working uh, on uh, it. Yes, I Trust think you me. did. Because uh, like they put happen. out they put out that Gears XCOM game in 2020, which was pretty good. So sure. it's been. So it's been three years since the last thing in the franchise and four years since the last main game. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, and that's like, you know, with Halo faltering in a way right now, like that, that's your other big one. Yeah. 
you know Ge gears has a has a you know has a lot of people you know like there's a lot of people who are into it like honestly uh -huh. yeah um and then you know we, we've talked about this a bunch but they have so much ip that they're not using at all yes but the the question is is like can they use them you know because you know like they own all these studios but none of them have put out games in a while or if they have their smaller stuff um you know when did the outer world like when did the fucking outer worlds come out uh that's a great game came out in 2020 so that that was so like yeah like in a lot of cases you're looking at two three four years between games you know they made that studio the initiative to make a 4a perfect dark game and have done fuck all right that whole thing sounds like it's a train wreck you know mm -hmm. rare has, is still working on sea of thieves and it's doing great but like their other game no mm -hmm. it's been ugh, when did forza 7 come out like six years ago a while ago ninja theory like they showed hellblade when they revealed the console hellblade 2 still not out yet yeah you know yeah, but about... ninja theory is at least putting out games yeah yeah um i mean well oh wait no it's team ninja i'm confusing it with team ninja oh okay yeah ninja theory and team ninja i should know my ninjas by now right but <laughs> you, should, uh, you of all people <laughs> yeah yeah it's like they put out like they're you know they put out hellblade the optimized version for series x in 2021 but their last original ip was bleeding edge which did not do well in 2020 Mm -hmm. so it's like so it's it, you know it's it's been a minute and it's <laughs> like alright guys what the fuck are you doing Black Cat or comments sounds like this is what happens when you expect good things out of Microsoft in this day and age and it's I mean, <laughs> yeah but like the thing no, is like they, wrong. they've had 10 years of, yeah. and like those first few years obviously they were stumbling they, they head over to Phil Spencer to try and right the ship and like in that time, they've certainly released some good games, but like the big thing that they've come up with was Game Pass. Mm -hmm. And and it's a great service. Every all four of us are subbed to that fucking thing. Yeah. You know, like it and we all use it. It's just a Yep. It's just like the problem is is for the non-enthusiasts, like your, you know, your people who are they they buy, you know, four or five games a year and then they kind of tune out you need those big experiences to get them into the console and into the service and all their big experiences have either flopped yeah or aren't out yet you know and bethesda has not helped you know shame they didn't buy you know like uh, you know, you and you look at the Bethesda purchase and all the subsidiaries of Bethesda. It's like Alpha Dog is doing nothing. Zenimax is producing Elder Scrolls Online, which you know I'm sure that makes them money, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Tango GameWorks put out Hi-Fi Rush and Ghostwire, but Ghostwire was multi-plat because of the way the contracts all worked out. 
you know, unfortunately. And Shinji Mikami is leaving the studio soon, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's the yeah, or left already. Id Software put out Doom Eternal three years ago. Hi, three years. Yeah, yeah. Figuring out and, the next Doom game. Yeah, like, and the, I don't know when the DLC came out, but like, yeah, it's it's yeah, like you know, did Doom you know we're like put out a new fucking Doom? But let let those people like they're. I'm sure they're working on a new Doom. They have to be. That's such a good. They're on a roll right now. Yeah, and then you have Arcane with Dishonored and Deathloop and all those kind of things, and it's, you know, like, just, that, that like, Deathloop was really good, but it also came out on PlayStation because of the way the contracts worked out, mm-hmm. and Redfall is out in almost two weeks. Less than two weeks. Well, actually, less than two weeks. next Friday. That is the first weekend of May. I thought that was out. I thought that was out the second, so it's out in like a week. That might be out on this. Oh no, it's out on um, May first. So it is. Oh no. So or it's pre. It's available for pre-download May first. Um, okay, so interesting mm-hmm. point of order um, for Forza mm-hmm. Motorsport Seven that came out in October of 2017. Fucking six years, dear God. I know. And then for Doom Eternal DLC, that came out October of 2020. Three years. So about... Basically. Yeah, about less than three. six or so months after release of Doom Eternal. Um, and then you add, all right, they own machine games. Like, done nothing. Like, nothing. You know. And then the last one they have is Roundhouse, which doesn't even have a website to show what they're working on. Hey. Um, Catter says Nintendo's steady stream is taking away from Microsoft's inconsistency. Yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo is either always publishing something or making something. Right. Like uh, that's yeah, and the the same goes for Sony. Like it's Sony has more gaps, but yeah, like this. You know, last month we got Nintendo has been on a hot streak this year. We got Kirby in February. Terraza and the Lost Demon in March, Advanced Wars this month, Zelda next month. Uh, looks like we don't have anything in June coming, but then we have Pikmin in July. And then Sea of Stars in... Um, in uh, August, August, right? Yeah. So, Oh, Fire Emblem came out in January. Right? Yeah. So Nintendo, Nintendo is always putting something out. You know? It's weird. It's like they know how to run a console business. <laughs> and they're uh, a wide variety of games. <laughs> and yeah, Sony's not, Sony's not doing too bad themselves. Um, they got games people are looking forward to, like Spider-Man. Yeah, and then they, and they had a Game of the Year contender last year. I, I know I bought, brought this up a while ago, but, you know, the... I looked at like game of the year contenders from the entire time I've been doing this. And the last time that Microsoft had a real chance that one of their games winning game of the year was 2011. Hmm. 2011, dude. Yeah. That's a Damn. long time. Yeah. Yep. You know, like you could argue 2012, maybe because of Halo four, depending on how you felt about it. But like, yeah, uh, the, but that was yeah. It. So like it was Gears Three in 2011. I don't know how you can run this so poorly. 
I just don't get it. Like it, it's it is it just mandates from corporate? Is it the fact that they're trying to run game studios like a you know just a regular software business? I'm just like, what is what is I? <laughs> I am looking forward to in like a decade, two decades, whatever it is from now, when someone goes in and like, this is why the Xbox business was fucked right mm-hmm. for so long. It, it, it's, it's nuts because it, it, we, we've talked about this a number of times now, but like uh, Bill Spencer has a good head on his shoulders when it comes to good games. But like, it seems even him at the, at the helm of this is like, they can't get any of these games out, get any, take advantage of all the stuff that they own. Yeah. But they just don't have, they don't have the system in place to get these games out here. So yeah. Catter um, yep. says it's Microsoft, so it might be all of the above. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. We have some inside baseball a lot of people don't have, to be fair. Sure. Yep. Um, you know. Uh it, so. It's just sad because there's there's so much that could be done, so much fun stuff that people would no, love to play. No, it's a, yeah, you know, just the the number of IP alone. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, moving forward though, moving down the forward. Uh, speaking of Nintendo. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. Yep. Uh, Gary it. Bowser, a man sentenced in 2021 to 40 months in prison and a $14.5 million fine for his role in the Nintendo hacking group Team Executor has been released from jail, but it's possible the massive amount of money he owes in restitution may impact the rest of his life and his livelihood. Bowser was indicted back in 2020 alongside Max Lauren and Yaoning Chen for their activities as part of Team Executor, a hacking ring that sold chips, allowing users to play pirated games. Despite seeming only having a smaller role in the operation as its marketing and PR manager, Bowser was the only one of the three ultimately tried and convicted in the U.S. Chen, a Chinese national, was never arrested, and Lauren was never able to be extradited to the U.S. Bowser, initially charged with 11 felonies, including wire fraud, conspiracy to circumvent technological measures, trafficking in circumvention uh, circumvention devices, and conspiracy to commit money laundering, Bowser pled guilty to two charges and was sentenced first to a $4.5 million fine and later an additional $10 million fine as well as 40 months in prison. In In an interview with podcast Nick Moses, Bowser calls in not from... Uh, federal detention center in SeaTac in Seattle, where he was incarcerated, but from the Northwest Detention Center in Tacoma. He says he's awaiting processing before being sent home to Canada, having gotten out of prison early for good behavior. Uh, Bowser claims the $14.5 million he owes. He has only been able to pay off $175 thus far, taking out $25 monthly installments from his income from a job in the prison library. Uh, should Bowser find a good job at home in Canada, he will pay. Continue to pay. His pay will continue to be docked until the full amount is paid off through his agreement with Nintendo. Only allows between twenty-five to thirty percent of his pay to be docked at a time. Uh, Bowser stated previously that Team Executor earned at least tens of millions of dollars of proceeds. He himself only received a small fraction of that. Nintendo has historically been very aggressive in dealing with hack- hackers 
and copyright violations gone after influencers, modders, ROM sites, and even other video games. During Bowser's trial, the U.S. District Judge Robert uh, Lasnik reportedly said that Bowser's sentence was in part a message yep. to deter other hackers. Which it won't. Nope. Yeah, it's, nope. it's just like the... the it, it's just like the music and movie and TV show pirating stuff. Like when that started, there were a ton of lawsuits that were just an example. Like, uh, like we're making an example out of you, and it, that is unfortunately what has happened here. Unfortunately, yes. Um, it's the RIAA all over again. I mean, yeah, yes. it's it's this is horseshit, is what it is. Because, <laughs> I, I, first off. I'm not going to condone you making mod chips and making a fucking piracy ring out of this. You're fucking dumb if you do that, but that's, you know, like, that's, that's its, that's its own fucking thing. Um, you know, and then I know that Ars Technica put out an article about this saying feds want to send a message, but defense argues Bowser was not the leader. Uh, so. That's the thing, uh, is regardless of how, uh, of the crimes and whatever and the morality of what bowser was doing like it wasn't all good for sure but like the way this is handled was like is to ruin one guy's life for something that you knew you know is multiple people are doing it to send a message that no one gives a shit about no no first off no. i i hate this thing is like every part of the copy takes away from the sale no it fucking doesn't dude mm-hmm People, I, a lot of people I know who pirate games, pirate them to try games, pirate them to fucking because they are broke, mm-hmm. pirate them because your game is broken and they don't want to pay for it. There, there's a million different reasons. You know, if, you know, if we're talking about old games, pirate because you don't fucking sell it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. Nintendo. Mm. There's about a million different fucking reasons that you pirate games that don't autoclaim me. That person would have bought it. But you tell that to the business people and they don't give a shit because they're not humans. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, yep. you can't you can't buy it's real difficult to buy games for this anymore. Right. Like, yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that there are things on the Internet that work very well. Yes. I mean, that. yes, that's fine. It's it's like. It's like you pirated. You know, the, the one I always go back to is Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door because that's a game I think everyone should play. It's awesome. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The only way you can play it is all right. I'm gonna go buy a Wii or a GameCube, and then uh, I'm gonna go buy a Wii or a GameCube, and then I'm gonna go and buy spend a hundred dollars on this almost twenty year old video game. Mm-hmm. Oh man, how much? How, so speaking of that, like, um. One, I think they're they're doing a remaster of a thousand year door. But two, uh, I wonder how much Fire Emblem uh, Path of Dawn, I think, is the GameCube one is going. Path of Radiance. That one's hella expensive. Mm. Uh, let me check. I'll t- I'm going to go on eBay right now. I wonder how much. Holy shit. How much? How much? $300 or more. Unless you just yeah. want the disc and then you can get away with uh, 250 Oh, okay. <laughs> what a steal. Yep. No. A uh, couple no. for one fifty. Um, did they make a Wii version of that? I want to say they did. Oh, I was only in Japan. Okay, Radiant Dawn is the uh, 
was the Wii one. How much does that go for? That was when they started to get popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still ridiculous, like $150, $200. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. couple of comments in chat. I, um, yo ho, yo ho, the pirate's life for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to GameStop the other day and they literally had one DS game, actual DS or 3DS slash 2DS or DSi. Yeah. Well, DSi is just a DS. So you're, you're good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's part of it, right? Is like these old, like, keep these old games in service somehow or people are going to fucking pirate them. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what's going to fucking happen. And you can't expect like the used market to be safe anymore because it's fucking not like, I love metal gear, the twin snakes. That's one of my favorite GameCube games. Even I can't play it on mother console, but I do own a Wii so I can play it if I want to. It's 130 fucking dollars. Yeah. For once again, almost twenty-year-old game, like, dude, no, right, no, get fucked. (laughs) Uh, you guys need to figure out a way to make this easily accessible, and let my purchases carry over. Yes. Um, and if you're not going to do that, hey, guess what? This this message that you're sending by by fucking up this dude's life, don't care. Don't yeah, not in the slightest. You know, because, uh, God, what is, you know, like, even like popular GameCube games. Let's look up, um, Pikmin 1. Oh, hey, they have Pikmin hoodies. You can get a hoodie that makes you look like a Pikmin. I am not surprised. $89. Yeah. 30 if you just want the, the disc. I wonder, so I've got a, a sealed copy of Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology for the 3DS. I wonder how much that's going for, too. Radiant Historia? Yeah, for the, the 3DS. 3DS. Uh, 95 to $105. You can't get that anymore, either. Now the 3DS shop is, is, is down. Goodbye. Yep. Yeah. I w- oh. So a couple of comments. I think it was normal DS, but honestly, it could have been 3DS either way. Only one on the whole shelf. I'd be surprised if it was an actual DS cartridge. 3DS would make more sense. They only killed it recently. And and that's, you know, this is this is part of why, like, I I buy all digital on the Switch for convenience of, like, carrying it with me. Mm-hmm. But my PS5, everything is hard copy, if I can yep. avoid it. Mm-hmm. Everything I get on PS5 is hard copy. Um, yeah, no, it's, and I feel like Nintendo has the easiest route to this, right? Like, you know, bump up the price of your subscription service a little bit and put out GameCube, rip 3DS. 3DS was awesome. I love the 3DS. But like, it's like, okay, so put out, put out these goddamn games, sell them. I'm willing to pay for them. Well, that's the really shitty part is that they, they could actually get away with just creating a brand new marketplace for all those games all over again and make you pay for them all over again and people would do it. Just, yep. I don't but they think, won't even I don't do think that. I can get away with that with like anything prior to GameCube because they've done it twice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, granted, they did offer a big discount. Like if you bought, I think like on Wii, then 64 games were like 10 bucks, but to transfer them over to your Wii U, it was like $2 each. Okay. If they so did something like that. That's not so bad. 
they, they, they did. They, they, it wasn't nearly as gross. Um, I had a bunch of original console games on my Wii, and I think it total all together, it was like thirty dollars. See everything transferred over. Sure. Um, it wasn't ideal, but you know, fine. Right. Um, and honestly, um, you it, it did do it for free if you did a Wii transfer. But it, you had to boot the Wii U into Wii mode and play it that way instead of playing them natively. Okay, that's mm-hmm. annoying, but whatever. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think that'll fly because they've done it twice, Wii and Wii U. So I am technically 3DS now in the case of Game Boy games. So I think for anything prior to GameCube, they're just gonna have to run this subservice and they're gonna have to keep it up. Like that. Like you know when. Whenever they do their next Nintendo online service, whenever that is in, you know, whenever they're going to have to have, um, you know, whenever they have their next Nintendo online service, they're going to have to have a thing that says, hey, we're bringing over all the crap from the Switch one. Instead of just leaving it to bleed out in the street. I don't know. This is Nintendo, man. Like. They're already like leaving so much money on the table by doing it this way and then creating their own piracy problem. I mean, I think this is a little bit different because this is like fucking a mod chip for the Switch. Oh, yeah, no, this guy, this guy, whatever, the, but like. Well, but yeah, in the case of their retro games, like it's, they, yeah, they're just straight up leaving money on the fucking table. Like, you're right. You're 100% right. So. It's just it. I I think that it would be smart, at least, if they, if you know, if if I'm in charge of Nintendo, I say, look, okay, well, this this game streaming service for these N64 games, this needs to carry over to Switch Two or whatever the next thing we're doing is. Yeah, like, need we to need to find how to get to these games up. working on all these consoles going forward somehow. I mean, in the case of the old stuff, that's not hard. It's the the Switch stuff that I'm. The thing I'm most worried about is when Switch 2 happens, whenever Switch 2 happens, uh, my big concern is backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. That That's the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's just frustrating. It's so frustrating that, like, Nintendo has just missed the point and right. like, know, is just at, continuing to and the biggest problem with that streaming services is it's actually really great but they they put games out at a trickle like we just got gba and Game Boy game mm-hmm. so yeah like, think about that for a second so uh, um, yeah the, this is this is super shitty though um like this is it's super shitty um yeah, like I, I think that. Oh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the. We know what know, the answer is. It's just what was Nintendo. It's, it's not so much the answer. What I was going to say with that is, it's just like I don't know when or what, what would make Nintendo change though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, the, I don't the, think there's going to be a whole lot, if anything. The the reason that we got such a good console with the Switch is just the Wii U bombed so hard they had to listen. Um, 
Right. So we'll see. Here, I'm going to play this. The Black Catter just sent this. It's no longer possible to make- Excuse me, sir! I do believe I would like to purchase one Game Boy game. It's no longer possible to make Nintendo eShop purchases for Wii U and 3DS. What? But I'm willing to pay you. Here. Nope, no purchases allowed. I'm trying to be a good paying customer. Why not put the games on Switch? They aren't available on Switch. Don't you have a Switch eShop? Yep. So you could make your legacy content available there at any time. Yep. I'd like to purchase those games on the eShop with my money, without resorting to piracy, which you so thoroughly despise. So you should make them available for Switch. That makes sense to me. Then do it. We currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways and also don't pirate our games. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm, uh, the the answer Nintendo will give you is subscribe to their online service plus expansion pass, and then just wait for the game that you want to come out. Hopefully. Yep. yep. Um. Now, granted, I will say that for the N sixty four at least, and the NES and SNES, they're doing pretty good. But Game Boy is so new; it's like the library is very eh. And like compare it to what they had for like the Wii. Oh yeah, well yeah, the Wii had you know the the thing that people forget about the Wii though I do want to bring up is like guys they put those games out at like two games a month for the lifespan of the console. Yeah, so like that, that's I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. That's the part you're forgetting. <laughs> um, yeah, like Game Boy, they have you know Link's Awakening, Kirby's Dreamland, Mario Two, Metroid Two. Tetris, Warrior Land 3. It's still better than this, though, right? The current pace? I mean, yes, this is a lot better. This mm -hmm. is a fairly mm -hmm. strong launch. Uh, and then they said Oracle of Ages and Seasons, and then the Pokemon trading card game are coming soon. Okay. Weird choice on that one. Yep. Pokemon GBA... trading card is so good. It's so good. <laughs> GBA <laughs> is the one that's so much fun. They put out six games for the GBA. That's it. They, they, they put out Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Mario Advance 4, Minish Cap, Super Circuit, Kuru Kuru Kurin, and oh, WarioWare. And then Kirby Air, Kirby the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F-Zero, and Golden Sun are coming soon. Okay. Um... Honestly, looking at their libraries, it really feels like the N64 is the one with the most quality stuff. Like the, the It's the one with the least amount of missing stuff, at least. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, that just comes with it that being just the says N64. more about the N64 <laughs> yeah. than it does anything else. <laughs> you know, like, they're missing, uh, they're missing one of the Mario parties. They're missing Banjo-Tooie. They have Kazooie, yeah. not Tooie. They're missing Conker, which I don't think that we'll ever get. Same with the Star Wars games, and then that's kind of it. They got everything else that matters anywhere, right? Um, Super Nintendo. I'm just sitting here as I always complain about. I'm like Chrono Trigger. When <laughs> Chrono Trigger? When please? Like, amazing. come on, it's right there. Just amazing. 
Can you not get Chrono Trigger on the Switch right now? Nope. Man, you can get it on like everything else. Yep. Uh, they have a very big library for the Super Nintendo. Um, it's actually pretty good. Um, and it has, it's just, it's missing some stuff you would kind of honestly expect. You know? Like, at least in my opinion, like, they don't have Super Castlevania on here, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they or Castlevania Four, I believe it's called. Like uh, they don't have any of the Mega Man games on here. Rude. Like they have, they have the Nintendo stuff that you would care about on that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same goes for the NES. And the weird part is Genesis. Like the Sega is like so committed to putting stuff out on this damn thing. Um, that's the weird part, but I haven't looked at the Sega games recently. But from what I remember, there are some some bangers on there. Yeah, there there are. I should say, Old Max, Um, Earthworm Jim, uh, Comic Zone. I think. I think there's one of the Fantasy Star games is on there. Uh, Shining Force is on there. That's a really good one. Mm Hmm. Uh, alright. Yeah, uh, Nintendo. <laughs> you suck. It's, the thing is, it's like, they're one of the less shitty ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the part that hurts the most. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the part that's just, that kills me. Yeah. It's like, this fucking thing is like one of the best consoles in recent memory with the least shitty business practices. They Mm -hmm. still suck. They just suck significantly less. (laughs) (sighs) So I feel good about the future of video games. (laughs) Well, good news. People are going to continue to do the emulation work and all of that to be able to play yes. these old games, regardless of warnings or messages yep. or anything so. of the sort. So you can, you can back up your own games. No problem. That's legal. Mm-hmm. Yep. That paper Mario recently got hundred percent decompiled. Ooh. Oh yeah. 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 Ocarina of time did too. And that not recently for Ocarina of time, but Ocarina of time also got hundred percent decompiled. Right. Yeah. So like, uh, look, <laughs> this work's going to continue whether these companies want it to or not. Yep. So, good luck. Good right. luck to Gary Bowser. Maybe don't do as shitty things. Uh, yeah. yeah. This I will say. Once I fully found out what this dude did, I oh was yeah, less. I was like, okay, you. Maybe not you specifically because you weren't the ringleader here, but. You were very much fucking around in a way you shouldn't have been. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a statement uh, that it still feels like an overreach by Nintendo. Yes. Given that it, when you do know what he did and what his team did, like th- there was some bad stuff happening there and there should have been some sort of punishment and accountability. But like what's happening here sucks. 
So, uh, all right. Do we have any? Yep. Do we do we have any shit on Sony news? We've done we've done two of the three. No, we have some shit on Square Enix news. Okay, I, I'm. <laughs> Which by association they're part of Sony, so. I mean, like that's where most of their games are considered, like where they're from. So sure. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Oh going man. Forward. <laughs> did you not read the? I did not read week? until. Oh, oh shit, man! Oh, this oh, sucks. Oh. All right. Uh, all right. Until this one. <laughs> Get ready, boys and girls. All right. So, Square Enix triples down on the blockchain. Oh, with new Enix. deal. Even as other publishers are fleeing. Sorry, um, what did you say? Oh, Squeenix. <laughs> oh, Square Enix. All oh, right. <laughs> so, while many game companies last year got the hint that gamers aren't happy about blockchain NFT and all that Web three entails, Square Enix doesn't give a fuck. Um, the they have and they demonstrated a partnership uh, with Web three gaming platform Elixir with the intent of generating visibility and adopting Web three games among traditional gamers. This is a strategic partnership intended to drive mass adoption of Web three gaming. Elixir itself is a PC games distribution platform that puts Web three games and regular games side by side with very little to distinguish them. That's super gross. Yeah. Uh, notably, earlier last year, Elixir integrated into Epic Game Store to allow users to play any game in their Epic library. Next to your favorite Web three game. What? No. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't no. you have your favorite Web yeah. three games? Who, who has you? a favorite Web no. three game? Uh, 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 I don't. Know. I'll, I'll fuck yeah. I just looked at Elixir games, and they have an auto battler that's Web three based. Okay. Uh, you stop it right now. <laughs> Look, they're just going to be mining off your graphics card while it plays. That's like. true. That is true. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, fuck that. Mine for yourself. I can get rich. I can get rich. Yeah, play this rich. Game. Yes. <laughs> oh. I will say, though, there's a... I don't know if you guys are reading the article, but there's a poll in the article. Would you ever consider playing a game with blockchain or NFTs involved? No. No, no never. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> and you know what? I <laughs> That's one of those options. Eight, I will never play any 80, game that uses blockchain or NFTs. Jesus. <laughs> 89% say fuck off, Square Enix. That's, that's what this is. Yeah. Um, hold on, we got a comment in the chat. I thought that stuff died. Like, didn't most NFT stuff die when Ethereum tanked? No. No. Not to Squeenix. No. Not to Squeenix. It's come down, but like for a brief moment I was I was uh playing around with some like VR stuff and the poor VR developers and everyone it gets lumped in with the rest of this community in terms of like what their their tech shows are. So VR will be showing off some cool tech and then they'll be talking about cryptocurrencies and stuff so i listened to a few podcasts during that time oh yeah they're trying they are still out there web3 uh metaverse nfts uh cryptocurrencies it's all full steam ahead Mm -hmm. Mm um yeah so yeah it's well what why they've they've invested so much time and effort into it it's they have to double down like that's the that's the problem is like they they just can't you know there's like nope 
Nope, we gotta, we gotta double down, double down, double down, double down. Yeah, I mean, look at the the price of Ethereum and Bitcoin right now. Bitcoin's at, still at like twenty seven k, and Ethereum's almost at two k. Like, it they they still see the the value in it, unfortunately. Yeah, I right. I think the thing is the public has yes. ca- caught on to it, and because they caught on to it, it's been a while now, so they've just moved on and now ignore them. And that's why I don't think we hear about it very much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, now the diehards are in it. Uh, so when you do see that bored ape profile picture on Twitter, you know they're they're a true believer at this point. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, comment in the chat. No, just die already. Oh, this. Yes. Well, the second half yes. of this news piece is what you're going to be looking forward to. Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's unsurprising that Square is digging in its heels at the start of oh. the year. Then President Yosuke Matsuda said the company's vision for 2023 included a quote aggressive investment into blockchain tech. Uh, while he stepped down last month, his vision appears to remain intact, as demonstrated by a recent set of Final Fantasy VII NFT trading cards. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, by the way, I will say the article, A-plus for this. It's an ironic choice given the themes that play in Final Fantasy VII, that, but we that didn't bother Square Enix last year when it made a Cloud Stripe action figure that was also an NFT. The Jesus planet's Christ. dying, Cloud! <laughs> Fucking... God damn it. Yeah. The best, the best part of NFTs, I think, is that like people talk about how... Once you have an NFT, you own it, and like you can't you can't get it stolen from you, and you can't lose it. Uh, but I don't know if any of you are aware of the Seth Green NFT issue, where he had an he bought an NFT, it was a board ape NFT. <laughs> he then created a show, a uh, TV show based on that NFT, where like the NFT was animated, and everybody else was like live action. Um, and then somebody stole the NFT from him, including all the rights to the show. So the show got canned immediately. Yep. Oh, yep. God damn never, it. Never aired. <laughs> Fucking good. Oh, it's there's the problem is that this is all this. This is fully in line with what Square Enix is now, because yes. this is what uh, really ruined the Avengers, uh, because mm-hmm. it was games as a service because we know that that makes a whole bunch of money we're not making any more tomb raiders or deus exes because we're selling those off because those don't make money the way other with six million copies of tomb raider way below our expectations we got to get rid of you this is it they are consumed by greed of 100 percent all right so so, so the so the re- the real the real question here is: so when we get them in FF fourteen? That's what that I've been reading articles on that, and Yoshi P saying no, but I don't think. But I don't hey, think he's Quinn, the ultimate decider. Yeah, they've, they've given him a lot of I'm, like I'm hopeful. I'm not holding my breath or anything, but I'm hopeful because they've given him a lot of control over FF fourteen in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if he can consistently bring in the money, they're not gonna they're not gonna see the need to put in doubt NFTs. Super doubt, especially if all of their NFT games crash and burn. 
<laughs> so Yoshi P and Final Fantasy XIV need to stay strong yes. until Square Enix recognizes that it's a tire fire and abandons the NFTs. Yes. All that it takes, let me tell you, is I know. all that it takes is one Shadowlands. I know, and that's why we gotta we have to hope and pray <laughs> that they don't fuck up after this, because they hit a peak, man. They between Shadowbringers yep. and and uh and Walker, and they've, Walker. Been, they've yep. been riding that peak. We just really have to hope that this next run is alright and they can outlast this. Um <sighs> fuck. And then Final Fantasy 16, that's a single player adventure thing i don't know what they'll do in that maybe yoshi p has a tight hold on that as well maybe not um we'll see maybe they'll do what resident evil 4 did add microtransactions later yeah they probably will that would add like skins and cosmetics and other Mm -hmm. shit that Mm -hmm. should have been part of the full game yeah um you know i this podcast really is old man yells at cloud sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, sure is. But this, but this is a good thing. This is a good thing to be yelling about. This is. I know it's. I know it's a good thing. It's still old man yells at cloud. You know? <laughs> Not really. Like, this is fucked uh, up. It is, man. I remember when you used to get so many cool costumes by just playing the fucking that's video fair. game. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's that's old man. The good cloud. old days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's what like we remember when games came out complete and non fucked. Uh, Get with the times, old man. The future is now. <laughs> Play future this broken ass shit. <laughs> Play this broken ass shit and fucking pay out the ass for it. Oh uh, god. You play this shit and you'll enjoy it. Old gamer yells at trading card strife cloud. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's yeah. (laughs) Look, I'm I'm fine. You know, we've we've all kind of decided like in this in this massive change that's happened, we're we're generally fine with having to pay for cosmetics. Um, I mean, yeah, because like that's the least shitty option. Like we've had, because remember, it took a while to get to that point. We got, we had a lot of shitty options on the way to there. We had to get, we had a, a long, long fight with loot boxes, and even then, yeah, and even that was like, oh, it's just cosmetic. Yeah, but you never will know when you're gonna get the cosmetic you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sword armor. Or horse armor, not sword armor. Yeah, horse armor. Was, I remember we were all like, that's the tipping point. This is the start of the end. And everyone looked at us like we were fucking crazy. And then here we are. Uh, yep. All right. Well, all right. that's that's going to be happening and continue to happen. Uh, we'll, we will be watching. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Speaking of companies doing stupid shit. And we really don't have a good news story, do we? Nope. All right. Tried, Not this man. week, anyway. I looked and I looked and I looked. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. You know, like I, I, I was I was digging everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the best thing I got for you is GameSpot did a best Zelda bosses article that was like, yeah, we could discuss that if you if anyone's played through all of those games besides me. Yeah, I mean yeah. the other one is I suppose is like the Street Fighter Six showcase, but a lot of that was like just going a little more in depth on the things that we knew. There's yeah. some, there some good information mm-hmm. in there, but like, 
Yeah, and then we're going to be talking about Street Fighter 6 because I played the demo last night, and I think so did Jesse. Okay. I played it, like, all day yesterday. All right. Nice. Oh, okay. Well, there uh, you go. Black Hatter says, so, gotcha games, anyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Let's rip off this Band-Aid. Just, just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I have friends who are on a crusade to get me to play Genshin, and I keep saying, fuck off. <laughs> they're, they're like, but you love Breath of the Wild. It's like that. No, fuck off. I'll play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> a finished game that isn't going to pump me for every bit of dollar I have. Well, I haven't played Genshin in years. Mm. And I, I haven't downloaded on my PS4. <laughs> Sure. I refused. I refused. Good game. It's a good game. Uh, I'm sure it's it is. On my I'm phone. sure it's a, <laughs> I'm it sure it's a fantastic game. <sighs> Fuck it. <laughs> That's my response to that. All right. Um, all right. So, hey, guess what? Netflix is going through with it. Yep. No, no more password sharing era is beginning soon. Netflix launched paid sharing in four countries, including Canada, New Zealand, Spain, and Portugal this year. And in its quarter one earnings report, it is pleased with the results and plans a broad rollout, including the U.S., this upcoming quarter. Oh, it's the beginning of the end, everybody. The beginning I, of the end. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've already made my, my Netflix move of mm-hmm. uh, this... I, I'm well beyond Netflix at this point, but um, I like legit it. This could not have happened at a better time because my girlfriend's moving in sometime in like like October ish. Mm. So it's like, all right, cool. So like one of the two people or one of the three people I share this with is moving in. So that makes this less shitty. But going on. Yep. Um. So for so they believe Canada will be a reliable predictor for the U.S. Uh, for how large then so our paid membership base is now larger than prior to the launch of the paid sharing. Unbe fucking believable, you people. And <laughs> revenue growth has accelerated and now growing faster than in the U.S. Netflix weird. originally planned. To, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, uh, weird. Weird yeah. how when you like charge people more for something. The subscriber base goes up because they're all buying individual memberships. <laughs> Weird how you're right about that. Uh, though, to be fair, I feel as and this is never going to happen because uh, because, you know, the people just can't help themselves. We saw it with graphics cards. We see it now. Um, just say no. Tell them to fuck off. Don't pay the extra money. Um, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the question. Like, are you? I mean, I'm not going to pay the extra $6 for account sharing. Right. That's for damn sure, because I'll probably keep my solo membership. Mm-hmm. I, canceled, I canceled my Netflix like a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's a few like I'm there's a couple things I want to wrap up, but and it's, you know, and to be fair, it's like HBO Max is so good and doesn't have these problems. I'm sorry, Max, so, please. Yeah, it's Max now. Please, please <laughs> oh, use the correct nomenclature. <laughs> HBO's Max. Okay. Yeah, so, that's all I have to say to you right now. It's good old fashioned. Um, <laughs> Netflix originally planned to start limiting password sharing in the U.S. earlier in the year, but decided to hold plans. They found opportunities to improve the experience for members. 
Users will be able to add two additional people to their Netflix standard premium plan, but they'll have to pay an extra, probably around $6 in the U.S. if the decision matches Canada. Well, yeah, it says, Canada being a predictor, I have a funny feeling that will bite them. I don't know, because, like, on the one hand, I have a feeling people, yes, will be pissed off and be like, fuck this, no. But then on the other hand, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can totally picture. Because I guarantee you, because I share a Netflix account with my mom, my former roommate and very good friend, Stephanie, um and anthony and i guarantee you that one of them is gonna say i'll pay you the six dollars a month if you don't cancel the account yeah Mm -hmm. um i have i have a feeling that's what's gonna probably happen realistically anyway um so um which yeah that's probably what'll happen like even if a bunch of them don't make their own accounts like you know it's how many people does it say you can share with for that six bucks did you scroll down? Uh, let's see here. Um, do do do. Users will be able to add two additional people to their Netflix standard or premium plan, but they have to pay extra. Um, that's the only thing that it says. Okay. Two additional so, people to the Netflix standard or premium. Okay. But they'll have to pay extra. God, that's right. shitty. Yep. God, that's such a fucking shit sandwich. They need to keep the profits up. Yeah, it is. Number must go up. Mm -hmm. I mean, after Mm -hmm. their sales over, what, the last year? And how they dropped significantly? Well, people are not happy with Netflix because they keep canceling great shows. Yeah. And and increasing the monthly price. Yeah, that doesn't help that we're up to. Are we up to $20 on Netflix now? Hold on, I'm gonna check. So. Uh, well, I'm on the 4K plan, so hold on. Let me see. Mm, yeah, I would. Yeah, know. we're twenty dollars, nineteen ninety nine for yep. 4K. All right. Um, you know, and then four different devices at the same time. Yep. Um, yeah. No, that's. Oh man. It's uh, it's not good. So uh. No. Hey, hey, y'all! See if you can figure something out. I mean, yeah. So, like, if you know, if you're in a household where you're not sharing, this doesn't really affect you. If you're sharing with one or two people, you know, if one uh, if one of them is willing to kick in the money for it, great. Otherwise, like, nah, like, don't. I just. Oh, and if you're if you're a millennial, right? The alternative is easy Uh, because you grew up in a time when the alternative was prevalent. And you know how to access those things, but if you're like yeah, Z or or like if you're if you're on either end of that though, it's gonna be a lot more difficult for you to get acclimated to uh, well, the trend that's coming. Not only that, but I've actually ran into something interesting recently where um, ISPs are like starting to send out emails of like, "Hey, quit pirating, or we're cutting your service." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that's happening now. And then, like, just well, for now, all VPNs are legal. You can get a VPN. Yep. Yeah, and then you also have the problem of it's just not as convenient. Yes. You know, especially if I want to watch it on my big ass television. Sure. You know, which that you, well, know. you can use. You can use like Plex, or you can hook up a your computer <sighs> to your. To your yes, uh, TV. I, I mean, there's there's tons of ways around it. The PS5 uh, yeah. even has a media player that you can use. 
yeah, yeah, like there's a media like I can install the fucking media server on the PS5 and go from there. It's just that it's you know, it's it's not as ideal, I guess is what I, I'm saying. And then Yeah, yeah, I, I guess it's that's true. It's not as ideal as like loading up an app and then selecting the movie you want to watch or whatever. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, it, exactly. It helps when your motivation to do it is mostly powered by spite for a company. It does. Yeah, it does yes. help. You're right. Yes. Um Though this goes back to the like, man, I'm just going to start buying TV shows physical and I realize that's more of a money sink than this. But fuck you. At least then <laughs> I own it and I never have to worry about it going away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's the that's the real fucking answer there. Right. So. Um, uh, so. Yeah, y'all, you got to figure it out. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> am I the only one who has Netflix still? Yeah. yeah am I the last holdout? Yep. Uh, I, was just like, I lost access to my Netflix like a year ago. So, uh, well, and for me, it's a lot easier to justify just because, like, I have so many people mooching off my Netflix, which I guess goes to their point. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they didn't have a point. Yeah, it's that their point sucks. And their point like, sucks. You know, especially because one of their original things is you paid for the hired membership tiers to get access to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm very curious if in the U.S. we'll tell them to fuck off as hard. I don't know. Like, like I hope so. I hope so. Well, yeah, because, I, you know, I told Steph that if this happens, I'm going to probably cancel my account. And she said, um, OK, let me know when you're doing that so I can take down where everything is when I make my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, straight up without a beat. Um and then, you know, my girlfriend only shares hers with her brother where she lives with him, so that wouldn't affect them. Okay. And then like I'm the one in the fast because I share it with my mom and Anthony and you know Steph, so Right. Alright. Well, that's the news for the week. Shit. I'm sure it was all happy and you all really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, oh, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> it's okay. The nightmare will soon be over. <laughs> if you wait long enough, you can make it happen sooner if you want to. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> oh my god! In the chat, so enjoyable, much fun. <laughs> uh, do we want to take a quick break? I'm I'm up to keep going, but if you guys need a break, we'll, we'll take a break. Uh, I I just need to use restroom real quick, so I I can transition oh, yeah, you well, guys over to yeah. news and or no, what you're playing. Let's, let's take let's take a quick five minute break, get everyone some rest. We'll 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 uh, we'll take we'll then we'll we'll do what we've been playing. All right. Um. Well, except for I did not set up the be right back screen, which is cool. God damn it. Yep. <laughs> I told you guys we're, we were we were professionals, folks. We're we are professionals. absolutely professionals. What are you talking about? <laughs> Watch this. We're, we're the we're the best and brightest. If you stall for like That's a right. minute, I can actually have one up. Check this out. All right, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. So keep going. Uh, what do what you guys do this week? Um, I honestly didn't like do much. Like I, I had a. For some reason, I was just kind of a like an even lazier shit than normal this week. Yeah, like that's the if I'm being completely honest. You you put uh, on the you were saying like what what you played this week and you 
you played a lot less than you usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's... Like, I, would, I, I just would go home and just not be in the mood to do anything. Like, it was not great. I know yeah. that feeling way too well. Days. Yeah. Um, like, I, you know, because I was at work, I'm like, man, I'm going to get caught up in the new WoW patch. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this, that, or the other. And I'd go home and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Read the news and go to bed. All right. It's <laughs> up so Wednesday night. I went over to my girlfriend's place. We had mac and cheese. Watched Ted Lasso. And I went to bed. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it sounds like a sign of a good time. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Living the dream. Living the yeah. dream. Um, oh, I did watch that Tetris movie on... Um, Apple TV? Fr- on Apple TV on Friday. Okay. And? That, it's great. It's it's super good. If you, if you like... Uh, it's... I know what actually happened there, so they do dramatic, like make things a little more dramatic than they actually. Yeah. Do. But it, it, it gets the point across, and it is an excellent film. Nice. Thanks. Cool. Uh, yeah, like if you're looking for a dope as fuck movie uh, that like, and you want a little bit of the history of Tetris that's mostly accurate, then this is like this is pretty good. Also, the soundtrack is fantastic. Oh, nice. Cool. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Is it all just remixes of the Tetris theme? No, but there is a Japanese and uh, American versions of "I Need a Hero." And oh, yes! Huh. I love yeah. it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so, all right, we'll be right back. Let's take a break, and we're back. We're back. Hello. Back again. Back again. Hello, um, friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. All right. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> um. Well, uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, this. So I know we got to talk about Street Fighter Six because we both played it. But uh, hey, Jesse, Br- Breath of the Wild again? Why? Yeah. Okay. So listen. Uh-huh. Uh, I. I have been relatively vocal about my dislike for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you have. Uh, but the stuff in Tears of the Kingdom uh, looks looks pretty exciting. So I was like, OK, you know what? I'll I'll play Breath of the Wild and I'll just like I'll quit playing it when I stop enjoying it. Um, and I'm about four hours in into it. Um, I'm playing it in ultra wide. So it's uh, it's like super immersive. That sounds great. Uh, and and just going around doing my thing. I just I just got the paraglider like four hours in. Um, just like it's weird to me because I really dislike open world games, especially when towers are involved. Mm. Um, but for this go around, for whatever reason, things are clicking a little better. And they did any other time I've tried to play this game. I mean, I, 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 I understand that because I have I'm also and even back then I was burnt out on that side of the game. But I, I think the big difference is the fact that it outside of the towers, it doesn't function like an open world game. It functions as do wherever the fuck you want, go wherever the fuck you want type experience like it's 
it, 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 it honestly is more of a survival game a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not I'm not a big fan of survival games either, but like well, me neither. When, that's... when my durability breaks now, I'm just like, oh, whatever, I'll just, I'll just use something else until I well, can get another well, weapon I like. Yeah, and it's not hard to get them, especially. Do you have any Zelda amiibos, by the way? No, so I'm playing it um, on my uh, oh, not oh, yeah, on a Switch. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was about to say like, cause uh, yeah, man. Let me tell you, uh, the 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 Zelda amiibos, um, the Zelda amiibos get like can spawn weapons for you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah and so unlike. Like with Amiibos, I made the conscious decision not to purchase my first Amiibo when they were launched mm-hmm. because I knew that that would quickly turn into a problem. Hi. Hmm. Because I would have to own all of them. Yes. I. <laughs> I, would have to, I would have to own every single one. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that to myself. Um, once again, hi. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's the same reason that like when I got my first like quote unquote big boy job, I couldn't I could no longer play Magic the Gathering because oh, I knew yes I knew that would turn into a problem. Right. Uh. Yeah. yeah like that's that's kind of why I stopped playing like Yu Gi Oh after you know what when I was full grown and everything and started making my own money. Is because yep. I kn- I knew it was a, a money vampire, so yep, yeah, yep. I, I feel you, I feel you on that. But it's been, I mean, it's it's been good so far. I I don't, I I think my perspective on the things I didn't like when I originally played it have changed, or I just haven't played those types of games um, enough recently to have that kind of stale taste. I, that's fair. Um, I, I think that I think it just feels so wildly different than any open world game because it, it's it doesn't function like Assassin's Creed or Witcher or you know, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk anything like that. Where it's because like in this game when they say go anywhere, do what the fuck you want, they mean it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you if you think you can beat Ganon with a club and a pot, go with yeah, God. You go for it. You go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's part of why I really enjoyed it um, is is that experience. Um, I'm it's funny you all started playing it because I, I started playing it recently and um, I've been playing the uh, DLC where they give mm-hmm. you a weapon that one hits everything, but also you you die to one hit to anything as well. Damn. Oh, yeah. It's oh, it's Lord. a lot. It's it's a lot of fun though. Uh, and apparently when I'm done with it, I'll have a motorcycle. So what? OK, I'm, I'm pretty cool. stoked. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, th- this game, it's not flawless as many would have you believe. <laughs> right. um, it's definitely not. But I think it was a smart idea for Zelda to go this route. Uh, I think that. The main things that I would complain about when it comes to Tears of the Kingdom, or not Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, is I hope that in Tears of the Kingdom they have more traditional Zelda dungeons. Because they really only have four in this. 
if they did not... it like like Elden Ring, right? So Elden Ring has the open world, but then you can go into Dark Souls style dungeons. I yeah. think that would be really nice to do. Yes, I, I would agree with that. Oh. Just don't do the water oh. temple, please. <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, they're gonna. Did you ever play the 3DS version of that? I did not. Because that actually made it like significantly easier to deal with and better to deal with. Like significantly so because um, the water temple, the big problem that a lot of people have with the water temple is the fact that you get lost easily, but they added a bunch Mm -hmm. of markers and directional signs in the 3DS version. So it's you don't get lost nearly as much. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, because, um, yeah, that's that's actually why it's really hard for me to, like, go back and play um, that, like, any version besides the 3DS version because of that exact thing. The, the Water Temple was the first time I ever had to go to my local bookstore. You can go to their game guide section and uh, then take notes out of yeah. the game guide for Ocarina <laughs> okay. of Time. Fair enough. Uh, I actually had the guide for that game. I ended up uh, buying it. I ended up getting it. Yeah, I, 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 I own the guide. I might still have it somewhere. Actually, <laughs> I have that closet of that's just filled with old video game shit. Right. Um. You know, I one day I aspire to be like Jeff Gersman. Just have oh, a garage full of shit. One day, when you when you have the space, you turn that into part of your set. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Without question, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's all right. Well, uh, I'm glad you're digging that. Uh, we both played that Street Fighter. So we are the games we did play kind of lined up because I also played that Street Fighter Six uh, demo. Demo. So, so what did what did you do? Because I completely skipped the tutorial and just started fucking around doing matches. Oh, uh, so I I did the tutorial and then I made a character in the create a character world like thing, little thing um, the, like the single player adventure thing, and then um, made did a couple of matches in that and then went to uh, just CPU matches and trying to learn more about like the system and what you could do. I, I just wanted to see how it feels, and it feels so much better than um, Five did. It really. feels like the good parts of Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Three. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. With, I'd agree with that statement. Okay. As yeah, you've got, I, so you've got your focus attacks. You have your, your drive impact, which is like a focus attack. Um, you you can eat two hits of of two hits essentially, um, and then launch like this this big crumpling attack on your opponent. But you also have your drive parry, which is also like a focus attack, but it's a it's it's a parry, and then you can dash out of it and do something out of that, um, like if, like you can in a focus attack. Okay. And then you've got you've got three levels of supers. Um, the the big. I guess the big thing that is different about Street Fighter 6 is that you start fights with the full bar or full yeah, full bar meter. So you can no longer check things. Uh, well, I mean, you, st- you still can. You can see how smart your opponent is, right? But it's a lot harder to check things now because it's easier to get punished because your opponent also has a full full meter to do things with. Jeez. Yeah, you'll have to be a little more conservative. 
Yes. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I, I didn't touch that world tour mode because I just do not give a flying shit about it. Oh, I'm super interested. I I I, I'm, I, I like the fact that there's character guides now built into the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope like that was that's awesome. Like because what one of my big issues with fighting games is always like oh I really like this character but they're way different than the rest of the cast mm-hmm. and fuck I don't want to bother doing the whole work for this right um you know like i the last time i did that was for master roshi and then i was just like i literally cannot play a character that does not have super dash sure this is miserable (laughs) um so yeah i i i really enjoyed it though it it feels great it just feels snappy it feels real good nice um like just chaining supers into it like like you know doing the standard ryu of like heavy punch into shoryuken has never felt so fucking good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like so good um i feel as though everything they're doing to open up the game to a broader audience is super smart yes um especially because it's not in a way that ruins it for us sweaty tryhards right um so yeah uh, yeah i think it's great a little like custom room idea which has like a bunch of different places like here's where you can do like some one-on-ones here's where you can do some training and you just can yeah. load up as a group into there and just meet, meet up and do different things is well, really actually super interesting uh, you know um uh, not justin wong um Chen, Genova Chen, Jason, Jason, Jason Chen. Chen. Yeah. yeah, he he brought up Jason recently. You'll be able to create. Yeah, he recently brought up that like the best way to train is to watch other people and work in with other people. Right. James Which, Chen. It's James, James Chen. My bad. Chen. Yep. Yeah. No. Sorry. Well, you know, we don't. We just, it tells you how much of his content we watch. Um, but you know, the majority of people like. Yeah. They they don't. Um. Yeah, they, they they don't have that, so or at least in their day to day life. So having it in a in that kind of setting is really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say real quick. Go ahead. I want to say real quick. Jesse, what'd you do? Oh, I just I just posted some pictures. Yeah, what did you do? Oh, no. the create a character, <laughs> character oh, that no. I made. No. Uh, like oh I was looking at this shortly after you posted it. I'm like, oh dear God. What did you do? What the fuck is this shit? That's what you can do. So when I play fighting games, I tend to like characters that have... So I was like, okay, I need a guy with long arms and legs. But but I also want... Thick legs. Like, Jesus. My God. This is like Zengiv crushing your head like a fucking sparrow egg you he's also short dick. so his, his hitbox is smaller <laughs> gotta take full advantage i have That's a feeling right. if you ever get into fighters with me you're really gonna like kid boo for some reason <laughs> for some reason oh man so yeah, i was like i, I was... And, and they they tell you right they tell you at the beginning you're making your character that your character's proportions are going to be reflective uh of the range of like their normal stuff i'm like okay so i need to like i need character for for the type of game that i like and then they have like this this like body thickness slider and upper half bottom half like christ yeah we'll get some we'll get some thunder thighs going in here (laughs) 
Was there a reason for the thunder thighs, or was that just artist interpretation? Yeah, that was that was artist interpretation. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I know, it's I good. Know. It's good. Good shit. Um, yeah. Okay, well, fair, fair enough, my guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. This looks really cool. I can't wait to check out. I'm gonna spend so much time in that character creator. I'm gonna. Spend, yeah, I would imagine you're spending hours. Yeah. I'm gonna spend like ten minutes making myself try this mode out. Go. That's cool. All right. In the training mode, I go. Yep. Um, yep. I I think the coolest part about it you can make like character abilities. So as yeah. you as you progress through, you get more abilities. So if you want somebody who can do a uh, dragon punch, but also can do uh, an SPD, you can do that. Yeah. My big, my big fucking hullabaloo with this is the fact that I'm wondering if you're gonna, they're gonna allow these characters online. Have yes. you said that yet? Yeah, but I think it's gonna be in a not, no, I think not it's gonna be in a specific. Yeah, I think it's only in specific modes. I don't yeah. think it's in ranked. Okay, okay, good. Because I was about to say, like, man, no, that would be that nuts. Is... That would be ridiculous. Well, Soul Calibur did that shit. You'd be fucking. You play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Jesse knows. Yeah. I, I was one of those people you didn't like playing against. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, fucking so dumb. <laughs> No, no, they're they're definitely keeping those two worlds pretty separate. Yeah. Um. Hey, well, good, good to know. Good to know. Uh, okay. If you, so, if you're for so for Aaron, since I know you're gonna play the World Tour mode, um, the demo for PC comes out this week. But if you do the tutorial, World Tour will then also put you in a tutorial. So if if you want to avoid doing two tutorials, just you can skip the the first one. Skip the first one, go straight to... Okay, that's a weird way for them to do it. But yes, okay, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. All right. Yeah. And then for this game, there are also three control types. There's Classic, which is your standard fighting game. There is Modern, which is uh, four buttons. You have Light, Medium, Heavy, and Special. And then uh, there is Dynamic, where you only really have to push one button, and the AI will do the rest for you. Right. Yeah. Um, they did so. announce Akuma and Rashid are coming back. And they did. They're, yep. They announced four then, characters. Uh, Ed, I don't care about. And then... Is it AKI or is it Aki? Aki, I think. Okay. Yeah, whoever that is. She's, um... There's, there's lore for her. She's related to okay. Fang or Fong. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Did not know. Right. That's cool. Vitality, give your stats a temporary... um, they're showing it in the stream right safe, now. Though. They're uh, they're selling you food. Get, get your food and and get some temporary boosts. You know there's probably going to be microtransactions for that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like ramen in Final Fantasy 15. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So funny. Um, so... Yeah, I'm excited. I think I think what they're doing with World Tour for people who are more single player oriented or at least not as competitive, like I think it's such a good move, and I'm so excited I, to check I, it I out. I think for the overall health of the game, it's brilliant. Yeah, like yep. that's if, I, if I'm if I'm being like, I think for for me and other people who play like playing online and like getting in there, like eh, is what it is whatever. No, no, it's useless for you guys. But other than like finding out lore for characters you care about, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. 
Well, you mean like the the single player mode is what brings in new people to find the fighting game genre, right? Well, and th that's what they do with this is they, mm -hmm. in order to complete it, you go and learn under each fighter, and so it's a really fun way for you to try out everyone. This is exactly the kind of experience you want, and it's, it's yeah. new and different. Like I think this is so cool. And then and then you have the um those character those character like tutorial specific things like in the training mode like that's yep that's really cool i i think that the hard part is get like you, you basically have to trick people into learning so well, when yeah. they go on when they go online they just don't get fucking annihilated exactly you know because like and to be fair like the ranking system helps with that but even then you'll have your placement matches where i mean yeah you might get your shit rocked right mm -hmm. you know so so the, 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 the yeah the, like that's the, the i guess the biggest thing is like okay we need to make sure people during their placement matches don't get their shit rocked and also that these tutorials and everything are and guides and all this other shit are incredible. Or alternatively, yeah. like, this world tour drives into you like, hey, getting your shit rocked is okay. Like, you just gotta... I, I think that part is gonna be the hardest thing to... That's, it is. It's the main yeah. reason. Like, people like to have this conversation about what keeps people from getting the fighting games, and it's literally just this one bit. It's, it's yep. you have to teach the mindset, uh, and it's yeah, not you, easily you, gained. Yeah, you have, to, you have to be like, hey, taking L's is okay, as long as you're learning from those L's, or you can just have fun getting those L's because yeah. you're game and playing the game is mechanically fun. Like, you know, like when I'm practicing a new combo, it may not be like, oh, well, I didn't win, but hey, I landed that combo and that was the point. So, right. Okay. I don't care. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think training that mindset is really hard for a lot of people. It is. Um, yeah, it absolutely is. And so, you know, I don't know how well this will do that, or if it will just be like, they're not expecting you to really, they're not expecting most people probably to go into rank from this. I wonder if this will be just the gameplay for a lot of people. This is just what the game is. I mean, yeah, that very well could be, because like, I, you know, I think that, and th this is kind of a different thing, but I think back to like my time with fighting games before online existed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would just play arcade mode and play against my dad, and then I would attempt to play against my friends, but most of my friends didn't play as much as me or weren't as good, so that would ended kind of quickly. Right. Yeah, you get into that, that zone where, like, you're, you're too good for your friend group, but you're not good enough to really do well in majors. Uh, yes, it's <laughs> in tournaments. Yeah, yeah it's, a shitty, it's a shitty place to be in. Uh, th that's where we live. You know, uh, so unless you get Mortal Kombat Deception, you got the single right. player. You got you got chess. I mean, I own that game. It's a, uh, it sucks that it's not backwards compatible with any of the Xbox consoles. So it does suck. If I ever, if I ever want to play it again, I have to go find an original Xbox. Uh, but, but I do own it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I actually own the collector's edition. Yeah. 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 Well, aren't you yeah. fancy? I am. So, yeah, I, I have high hopes for this. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's really, really cool. I, I think that it seems like it's the most effort put into doing this. Because, like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I love a lot of my favorite fighting games, but a lot of my favorite, like, 
you know, they half-ass tutorials constantly. And selecting, yeah, like they they really do. You know, like you 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 know, you look at the like the Dragon Ball tutorials are like what I defined at the time as like, yeah, this is okay. It gets the job done. Is also unlocked. You know, like it, it, if you go in with Goku, it'll teach you how to do the bread and butter, and it has a and a demo thing, but it doesn't actually teach you how to play worth a shit, right? Or the kind of concepts or even the mindset. And then. You know, who else? And then I'm just like trying to think about other, like Street Fighter Five did nothing. Street Fighter Five <laughs> was like, no, fuck you. You're on Here your you own. Go. Here you go, getting ring. Good luck. Uh, yeah, like Street Fighter Five didn't even tell you th that like there is something beyond this really bad arcade mode and ranked. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one thing that surprised me about Street Fighter Six is that I thought the commentary mode would be really stupid. Mm. Okay. And, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is so exciting. Okay. Huh. Marathon. I never would have guessed. Yeah, and like every every time they talk about it, I'm like, this is the fucking stupidest idea I've ever heard of. And then I turned it on and was like, okay, all right, okay. I'm kind of vibing. Okay. This yeah. Is, this yeah. is good. I feel, I, can, it. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Do you think new players could learn from hearing that commentary, like calling out certain things? I think so, because the commentators, um, when you do when you do something right, um, so like uh, if you're if you're throwing out fireballs with Ryu and trying to zone with Ryu, right? They will tell you they'll say things like interesting choice for a fireball there, or this is the perfect range to throw a fireball, or his opponent is stuck like in this animation, so he's throwing fireballs to keep him locked down when he can't jump over them. Think, think they say things like that in the more concise manner um but i i think if you cue into those things they'll definitely help you improve your gameplay interesting I, I, yeah like i think i think the hard part is going to be that part that you that you mentioned there is like under like understanding that i guess yeah. is the best way sure. to do it. yeah but yeah, we are right. in the youtube era now deep in it I, this, right like this is this is like reaching out quite a bit and i think it's it's a good amount but like youtube content creators have to come in and fill in the rest of that gap uh yes i, de I definitely agree with that i i think that and that, and that to be fair that's a lot better than what it was back in the day of like oh hey my friend james is way better at this game than me i'm just gonna have to have him be my personal street fighter 4 tutor yep Yep, or yeah. even more back in the day, like you have to find someone who's really good at an arcade and is willing to and is willing work to with be you. a homie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, all right, well, and uh, okay, well, that was Street, you know, Street Fighter Six looks continues to look awesome. We've got uh, what area to like like almost under a month complete with it yep. until, until that game happens. Yeah, super yeah. stoked. Super. Excited. Unfortunately, it's the same fucking day as Diablo. So yes. I'm honestly gonna be. I, I'm probably gonna do Street Fighter first. Mm. Um, you know. Um, but depending on how fucked Diablo servers are, we'll see how long I take. I stay in Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> is the question. We'll see. Um, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna so, be in it for a little bit here. So. Also, the demo doesn't have any any online play. It's local play only. Um, but if you play it on PC, you can use Parsec to to get around <laughs> that kind of. Fantastic. Fair enough. All right. All right. Um, all right. Well, next up is hey, you finished Dredge.
I did, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a fun fishing game. There's a plot twist at the end that I think is uh as soon as it happens, you're like, oh shit, that makes sense. But I don't think they give you enough like tools to piece it together. I mean mm-hmm. there 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 are hints that it's that it's coming. Um but they they kinda like push it at you and you're like, Oh okay, yeah, I get it. I get it now. Um okay. there are in order to complete the game you have to do like every style of fishing at the end so there's you have crab pots you can throw down you can you can like fish from your boat and you can put on like a fishing net on your boat and just passively collect fish okay. and at the the end of the game you have to do a mission where you have to do all three um there are two endings to the game and the nice thing about this is that it saves before you start one and then it doesn't save while you are completing that or getting that ending and it only takes like five minutes so it's not a big deal um mm. but it 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 tells you the game is going to to end um it, they'll create one last save file for you and then when you beat the game you can load it and go to the other ending hmm. huh. oh, okay interesting nice. yeah it's it's a it's a fun i i really had fun with it um if there's inventory management you can see like when this guy opens his inventory uh the little like grid that yep. opens on the right of the screen there are uh, a lot of quests and side quests to complete some of the side quests are timed which is kind of bullshit because they don't tell you that they're timed and they don't tell you what the time limit is so oh. you come back to do it and the, the the dude you're going to help out is dead and you're like i don't understand um and then you google it and you find out it's it's time side quest um it, it's overall I, I think it's pretty fun but i don't i don't know that i would replay it again i don't know i don't know that there's a lot of replayability for it oh, okay fair enough nice though all right yeah, it was uh, it was a fun time cool right on. uh hey god of rock you were not a fan what's up i was not i played i played it for like an hour and a half man uh and i was like i'm not i'm not feeling this so it's this is a rhythm fighting game and it can't decide if it wants to be a rhythm game first or a fighting game first so you're doing at the bottom of the screen you've got your rhythm track and my biggest complaint with the rhythm track is that it's not vertical instead it's horizontal so it's hard on a on a gamepad or a fight stick to keep track of what buttons do what on that that grid um it's really weird because most most games that have a, a rhythm game track grid like this only have two buttons uh and that's for for a very good reason is because it's hard it gets really hard to read what's going on like this but while you are doing this rhythm game stuff you're also playing a fighting game and so you have your your meter above the track okay and you have a level one level two and level three super that you can do at any time so you put in directions for the super and then you put in a button for the super while you're playing the rhythm game stuff at the bottom oh man. you can do it when there's like breaks in the rhythm game but all of your supers um affect your opponent's track and you have the same exact track so if you do it when there's nothing happening it's not going to have any effect whatsoever so while you're missing your beats you're putting in these these fighting game button combinations and taking damage from that um it's it's this too complicated wildly I, think. Overwhelming. I, say, I can feel your frustration <laughs> yes. yeah. this, yeah, this feels like like 
This feels so unbelievably overwhelming. Like yeah. I just want to play it. Yes, and so like, there's this this the circle in the middle, right? Every time it flashes with, um, a, I think it's like blue green or pink somebody is doing a super and you can reversal a super by doing the next higher level super but why would you focus on the thing in the center when you're trying to focus on your rhythm game track and your ultra meter and your super meter like there's just so much going on all the time uh, i struggle with like rhythm games having to concentrate on one thing concentrating on three things yeah like, I, I already can barely play a rhythm game well <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're asking for me here. Right? This is like fuck, dude. All right. So, um, all right. Well, fair enough. I, I'll probably pick it up again when it's on sale for like five bucks. But that's um, it. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know that I would pay full price uh, for this. It's just, a... It is wildly complicated. Maybe, maybe if they decide to change the way their UI. Works. That's the thing. Yeah, like I feel like there's a way to combine these things into one thing you can look at. There has to be. Yes. Yeah. And any time that they've combined a rhythm game with another genre, I have not done well with it, like Metal Hell Singer mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. stuff. Like Hi-Fi Rush is like the one exception. Right. I think well, and I think the exception be- that that I think the niche that Hi-Fi Rush found in that world is that if you don't do the rhythm game stuff perfectly, it's not a huge detriment to you. Whereas in like everything else, if you don't do the rhythm game part perfectly in time with whatever else is going on, uh, it, it fucks you over. Yeah, and then in Hi-Fi Rush, if you do do the rhythm game stuff well with the combat, you just feel yeah, like it's a- fucking amazing. Yeah, and it's just a bonus. Like, it, yeah, I think I think they balanced it really well. Um, whereas here it gets super complicated, and the longer the fight goes on in this game, the more complicated the track gets. So, like right now, it's it's still pretty simple, and you can see sometimes these little white white buttons pop up. Um, in addition Bye, to sorry, see a black catter. Yeah. Uh, so you can see these little white buttons that pop up along with the colored buttons. And when a white button pops up, it means the enemy has used some used a special move that has hit you. Um, so it, it, it makes the track essentially even even more complicated, or it stuns you so you can't hit any buttons or, or whatever whatever each character's abilities do. Uh, All right. Um, yeah. This this. Uh, this just needs just a no. different approach. <laughs> I really like the idea. I just the, the execution. I don't think is there. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Neat idea. Yeah. Yeah. Really neat idea. Uh, um. We're gonna zoom out here to get a glimpse of the cat before he jumps down. Oh, there you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, he's he's here. He's here. Oh hey, my goodness. He's oh. he's not happy about it, but he's here. Oh, hi, buddy. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Oh, that's a shame about God of Rock. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. It just, it just did not do it for me. So was I. Um. Okay. Well, next up is uh last of Just Names uh Spiritfall. What's up? What's up with this? Yeah. So last, I think last time I was like, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I'm going to keep playing it or return it or what. But the more I play it, the more I enjoy it. The more I find out about like the the game's play system, the way the abilities work, the more fun I am having with the game. So it's a it's a Super Smash Brothers inspired roguelike. Right. Okay. So yes, this is that game from last week. All right. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so like it's in early access so right now. There's only three weapons. You get this, this big hammer. You get a bunch of fists that are faster than the hammer. And then you have a bow and arrow. Um, so it, it, it seems like it's drawing inspiration from a number of roguelikes. There's some Hades influences. There's some Slay the Spire influences and in how you, you choose your rooms. And then there's the platform fighting Smash Brothers influence. And you have like your basic attacks. You have your like smash attacks. You have your tilt smash attacks. You have a like a ranged ability um and as you go through you you pick abilities that that modify each of your your base abilities you, if you do well enough in a world you unlock like just a straight up smash brothers um like stage or you have to fight something and and deplete all three of its stocks before time runs out to get the best benefit um the more again the more i play in this game the more more fun i'm having with it it's uh it's grown on me a lot from last week okay nice that's good to hear yeah that's it for me wow all right uh who's next um Um, i guess i have one last thing i did dragon ball fighters (laughs) yeah did did. you now (laughs) nice uh i don't know i've just been playing that and having fun with it and (laughs) Uh, I've been I've been telling it to specifically throw me in matches with people that are above my rank, and that's actually been going really well. Oh, that's cool. So, so yeah, good. All right, I played nothing. All I, right. I I messed around in Tekken Seven a little bit, but otherwise, mm-mm. whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. Aww. Emily, what have you been up to? fiddling around with my xbox playing psychonauts 2 some more playing some fallen order before uh survivor comes out on friday right thanks which i probably won't get into that until i get back from portland either saturday night or after the podcast sunday so expect that in a couple weeks um and then i played some gears yeah this is your first real shooter you did gears too (laughs) oh Oh, oh, Gears nice. 2, nice. Uh, yeah, I know. I have been oh, initiated hell. into... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm only when on the done, casual... Wait. When you're done, wait to hop into 3 so we can do it as a 4-pack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be a minute before I finish Gears 2, but I will That's definitely fun. hold off until... We start oh, yeah. Gears. So, so Gears 2, I want to hear your thoughts, though, because this is like your first shooter. It's an older game. I'm kind of having fun with this. Like, I, yeah, I have never played really a shooter, um, except for like Destiny for a hot minute and mm-hmm. maybe Halo for a hot minute. But that was it. Right. But I'm actually having some fun with Especially nice. gameplay. I kind of want to load it up. <laughs> I know. Just looking at this, like, oh man, look at the, the this shotgun UI. I just I just see the UI. And I'm like, oh man, action reload. Uh, Let's go. I need it. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, oh god. I, I'm uh, not impressed okay. with how gray it is, but it was of that time. Uh, that yeah, was, like that the was color the, now on it, better. or at least for me, it's like. 
that was a little more so that that was yeah the i will say the newer like the what the x series s slash x does for it really helps it a lot nice. that is actually where i am like the footage that we're seeing right now that's oh, the area that i'm in right now oh, oh okay <laughs> you're really early spoilers i know i know i gotta i gotta go back further You've got a uh, yeah. You you have a whole lot of good stuff to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil what it is, but you'll enjoy the worm. <laughs> okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm already go. like, oh dear God, what the fuck yeah, is he something. talking about? That's it's, no, uh, it's not a difficult section. It's just a really cool section. <laughs> okay, I'm probably gonna jump back into it after after this. So. It's certainly like. Uh, one of the most when people talk about gears 2 that's like one of the top three things they talk about was that it's the worm is the worm yeah um, yeah gears 2 was a real step up i know cliffy b was promoting it was like it's gonna be bigger badder more badass and like it was in every way possible yeah it was so good um and then you have gears 3 which is probably my favorite mm-hmm Oh, we could totally do Gears 3 Horde mode, too. I just realized that. Yeah, the Horde mode. Horde mode. That's a, so fun. That's a, good, that's a good time. You could have a, a stream that's just Horde mode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, just... It's a good time. So good. Yeah, that would be a good long-term stream of, can we do all 50 rounds of Horde mode? Oh, man. That'd be... What? I've no. done that once. That, uh, I've done that once, and it is like a four-hour stream. Yeah, that's like very, that's very long. That's like a, we are here for the night thing. Some, some next-level Mario Party party. Yeah, that's yeah. God damn it. Um, um, just dead. Yeah, and I, I think uh, it'll be even more fun for you playing uh, Gears with some people around. Yeah, for sure. It, it it really feels like a series that's just built for co-op. Yeah, mm-hmm. and hopefully you will forgive me for not being that great. I haven't played in so many years. I have just accepted my lot in playing games, not games, but shooters in this group is. I am a carry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like Gears One multiplayer so was the forgiven? closest I ever I ever got to good. Um where I got to like the top six thousand. Um, Gears I was pretty good. Uh one. Um I didn't think I was particularly great, but apparently a lot of people thought I was good. Uh I definitely think uh the most gears I ever played for multiplayer was two and four. Mm. Yeah. Those were the two that I put a, a good amount of time. Was two when they added the chainsaw fights? Yes, yes it was. Yeah, good idea. Two good is idea. when they definitely added the uh, the chainsaws. So, um, all right, well. So, I, I hope you're having fun. I hope you continue to have fun, and we're gonna have a good Gears Three playthrough soon. Yes, uh, I think for the difficulty, we should probably do hardcore. Okay. I, I, I think that's the the good middle ground. I I'd say with four people we could do insane, but it's been a while for you and me and Emily being brand new. I think going one step down from that would be good. Yeah, just to start and, at least. Yeah, and if it, uh, yeah, and if, it, <laughs> if it ends up being too easy, we can just crank it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the that's the the thing there. We'll make it. Happen. Uh, Jesse, you excited for Gears Three? Hell yeah! All right, <laughs> awesome. I, I haven't played that game since it came out. 
<laughs> right, yeah. I, I gave it. A, I I reviewed it at launch. Gave it a nine point five. I played a bunch of Horde with Andy and company, and then mm -hmm. just never went back. So. Yep. Yep. Good game, um, though. Yeah, that that was. They hold up pretty well, like in general. Like they 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 look great. They play great. Like uh, yeah, they're. The, the, with the exception of Gears 1, they have stood the test of time. Yep. Oh, I, I uh, can't go back to 1 and, and have that memory ruined for me. Um, I, I did. I, I played the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a real sad, sad moment. That was, that was such a great big game for me oh well um yeah it was i mean it, yeah gears one was awesome like i i remember being super tentative about it because like it being a cover she was like i told him i don't know this looks like ghost recon but sci-fi like i'm not feeling this because i don't generally enjoy that kind of game and uh no nah, dude it was fucking awesome like yep. it was so good yep um, good times. so uh yeah. Settle in, Delta. All right, well, um. Okay. Uh, uh there's that. Everything? that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, she played Fallen Order. Uh, Emily played Fallen Order. I mean, this is like my third time playing Fallen <laughs> Order because I played it after, shortly after it came out. Mm. Um, I have it on my PS4 because it was uh game of the month. It was the uh, PlayStation Plus game of the month for January. Mm, I forgot about that. And then I got it with my Series S from Game Pass just to refamiliarize myself with combat and gameplay before mm. Jedi Survivor comes out on Friday. So, mm. yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I, I had a coworker who brought up like he's spending next weekend literally doing nothing but playing Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Damn. All right. Homeboy's doing it. I'm just like, good for you, man. Sure. Do it. Do it up. So, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's, that's the it day. For us. And we don't have anyone to raid this week, unfortunately. So, hey, uh, you want to talk with us more about video games and, and all that? Hey, hit up our Discord. We have a link in our Twitch channel. Uh, so, feel free to, to hit that. We're also on social media. Uh, name of social media. We, we might be on it, probably. We have like four. Yeah, we're 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 somewhere. We're somewhere, um, and uh, just search Super Gamecraft. We usually yeah, don't remember to sub. Give us give us give us. A don't, sub. don't forget subs and follows and all that fun stuff. Like buttons on YouTube. We're gonna upload this episode later uh, onto YouTube. We're gonna upload the audio version onto your favorite podcast service. Uh, so feel free to check that out and check out our our previous episodes from there. Uh, as for streams, eh, we'll stream whatever we want, whenever we want. If you, we be, can come join our Discord, and that's where we'll probably announce it first what we're doing. Fair enough. Also, Emily, I literally just got your Xbox. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that I hadn't had you on my Xbox yet. So wow, I figured oh, I'd do it now before I forget. Might want to do yeah, that. You gotta, now. you gotta, you gotta add everyone. Good yeah. Times. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's it for the show. Thank you all so it. much for hanging with us. Uh, this Thank is fun. you, ladies and gentlemen. We will catch you later. Love you. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. See ya.